0: Kyle, wow. you realise this week isn't the end of the anime season, right?
1: Wait, really?
0: We're we're already writing off twenty twenty because of the virus. You can't just pretend that June doesn't exist.
1: Well, what are we gonna do for the episode then?
0: Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, Putlock. Avalanche!
1: Mm. <laughs> Tetsuo, Ganida. Oni It's over nine thousand! Nani! Nani language logic interface for Japanese. Wi fi Kawaii-Fi. Kawaii-Fi. Kawaii-Fi Radio. Chua and welcome back for another episode of Kawaii-Fi Radio, the podcast we look into the world of anime and manga. I'm Kyle and me is my co-host Dee. How you doing, buddy?
0: Hello, I'm good. We're all alone today. We are, we're oh, one person short.
1: Yes, Kenny has uh, taken leave of... His senses, his body, his mind, he's, he's went, he's went to visit family. Yeah. <laughs> so you've just got us two today, Absolutely. which is going to be... A, a bad time for everyone involved. We're off probably. to a smashing, start, to a so smashing start. We've been interrupted by Google. We've forgot our lines. Mm-hmm. We decided energy drinks were required today. Uh,
0: there was a lot of spelling errors that yeah. were not my fault.
1: Yeah, they were all my fault. Like, <laughs> cl- clearly, this week has not been kind on either of no. us. But let, let, let's talk about what we have done in the past couple of weeks. Yes. And I finally caved to some mates' presser, pressure and watched. I, I can word real good, as mm-hmm. you can tell. You're doing
0: well. I finally watched Glepner. No. Yeah. No. I'm disowning you.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, I was surprised. Like, I thought this would be a lot worse than it mm. is. Um, based on that initial look, I mean, like, if, for anyone who hasn't seen um, what Glepner is, it's a show air, uh, uh, anime airing this season. And it's to do with a guy who turns into sort of like a um, mascot Animal thing. He looks like he
0: belongs in Five Nights at Freddy and I am so not about that. that. No. Um,
1: um, But it also had like a really bad habit of, um, well, to to put this in a uh, as PG a a phrase as possible, putting girls in awkward positions Mm. which are not appropriate for their age. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And they continue doing that. Um, I've watched up to episode eight, so I think I'm up to date and. Mm -hmm. They haven't stopped doing that, but the story is actually really good. and that's that's what's trapping me because if it was a bad story, I could get to episode three or four and go, now nah, I'm nah. done. But it's I actually I, I want to know what's going on.
0: You're stuck between a rock and a hard
1: place, honestly. Yeah, I really am. But, I mean, we'll we'll get on to rocks and really hard places when we get into the news. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, um, I've been pleasantly surprised. The story's actually quite interestingly Mm. written. It draws you in. It's got actually quite a sci-fi element to it to do with Mm. aliens. And you're just kind of like, I wasn't expecting that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and you start getting introduced to other characters um, and other people who have ended up in a similar situation to him where they've got that ability to transform. And um, it, they, they've really done a good job with sort of fleshing out the world that it's happening in as opposed to, you know, just kind of what I thought they were going to do, which was just go, hey, look, um, you're a plush toy now. Good luck.
0: Good luck. Have fun. Mm. Bye. But you,
1: you've been reading at least something different. I think you were reading a webcomic.
0: Yes, I've been reading, uh, reading? reading. I've been reading a webtoon um, mm. by the name of Laura Olympus um, by Use Band Aid or Rachel Smith. Um I followed Used this. Band-Aid. Yes.
1: That's a great that's a <laughs> it's great band-aid.
0: such a good like title. Um I've been reading it for quite a while. Mm. It kind of follows the Hades and Persephone story in like mm. a modern setting. Um it's very, very beautiful oh, okay. Persephone is all pink, which is such my brand it's
1: just like completely on brand for you
0: absolutely she's my favorite um but so uh if you fast past it the season finale for like season one came out last Sunday mm. and so about a week ago and like oh it's intense I don't want to spoil anything but it was so good
1: so th- this is Lore Olympus L-O-R-E. Um, yes. Olympus is in yep. the Greek gods and yes, all that sort correct. of thing
0: yeah so it's based mm. around all the Greek gods and like kind of in a modern setting
1: has Zoo shown up
0: Oh, yes, he has. Uh, Absolutely. Has, has
1: Zeus made any problems? So many problems. <laughs> so it's, it's very, very, very Zeus' problems. I was going to say, it's very on brand for it Zeus. Is, yes, <laughs> there
0: are. There's so many storylines going on that involve Zeus, especially with his meddling. It's very good. Oh,
1: dear me. Yes. So it. How many chapters is it as a webtoon now? Is it quite uh, quite a lot? Has it been running for a few years? Quite a lot, or?
0: yeah, yeah. It's been going for quite a few years and this is kind of the first time that um, Rachel Smith has like, taken a break from it. She's kind wow. of like, hey, I need, to, I need a break for like a couple of weeks. So it's coming back in August. Oh, nice. Um, so it's not too long of a wait between seasons, thank goodness. Yeah,
1: but they, they had a recent one um, called Solo Leveling, which is a mm. Korean manual webtoon. And similar thing, that just went on break for like the end of season one. And I've never, because like, obviously we used to, like, in my case, I'm used to reading mangas. Yeah. Um, and it's like, there's no such thing as a season break. It's yeah. just, no, this this chapter's delayed. Yeah, sorry, you just got to wait. <laughs> yeah. No, she gave us lots of warning,
0: which is really nice. Oh. So if you don't um, fast pass it, um, I think the season ends at the end of June because I think mm. I'm about, like, three or four episodes ahead and they come out every mm. week. Um, but because I want to support the artist and I yeah. really, really wanted to know what was going on. I just had to fast pass it so I knew. Um, but yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful like art style. It's very specific to her too. Mm, so everyone's totally kind of cool. color coded, which is really interesting.
1: Now, as you did hear in the intro, this is our first ever potluck episode because I clearly <laughs> still know exactly what day it is despite the virus lockdown. Like, hey, What day is it? Uh, Saturday? It is Saturday. Sunday. It's Sunday. Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Because we, we do record the day before we <laughs> release. Um, so we have picked out a few random shows from the back catalogue to chat about. We've got some Shoujo. We've got some Ghibli. We've even got some Shonen Eye. So hit those like and subscribe buttons if you want to hear more of what we're doing. And we'd love to have you on board. But before we do get stuck into it all, it's time for the anime news. Making headlines. Really? Sort of. Anime news. Well, it is time to look at what's been going on in the world of anime and manga the past fortnight. And let's start with my favourite dumpster fire, which has graduated <laughs> to the entire trashyard inferno, domestic girlfriend. And as I, as I mentioned, it's everyone's favourite sibling dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. And it's coming to an end in two chapters. And to be honest, it can't come quickly enough because there's been quite a substantial amount of disappointment online with how the final story arc has turned out, and many fans are saying it's ruined the series for them. I kind of agree, as someone who's reading it and what you know, reading every chapter as it comes out on Crunchyroll. Uh,
0: is it like the last two episodes of Game of Thrones? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Kind of like that whole last season of Game of Thrones. So up until this point, they've been really, like, there's... Like, we're, like chapter one hundred and seventy-six. Oh, wow. mm. There's been like 130 chapters of development between the main character and you've got... So you've got Natsuo and you've Mm -hmm. got Rui and Hina, Mm -hmm. um, two sisters who he ends up um, being intimate with and then his father marries their mother. So they're now (laughs) step-siblings. Okay. Yeah, so that's the the domestic girlfriend thing. Oh, that makes sense. So Hina was his teacher at school and it was her first year as a teacher and he had a crush on her. Mm -hmm. And um, he then goes out for a mixer with some mates um, and ends up hooking up with Rui. Doesn't know they're related and then runs into both of them when he's introduced to his new, new stepmom. <laughs> oh, so um, and this, the story kind of goes from there. So, like him and Hina get together and it doesn't work out, and she has to, you know, actually leave her job as a teacher because mm-hmm. they get caught. Um, so, she goes to a school on an island and you don't hear from her for ages and you think everything's over. So, him and Rui get together, and then you have 130 chapters of him and Rui. You know, wow. it's all this lead up. And then, you know, she gets pregnant. What? And like, well, they break up and then they get back together as she gets pregnant. And you're like, oh, they're getting married and everything. And then, oh, let, let's have Hina get hit by a car. <gasps> um, Hina's now in a coma. Huh? Rui's like, oh, the wedding's off because we need to look after Hina. Um, and then they jump ahead five years. It's and getting worse and worse. Hina's still in a coma. <laughs> um, so... And the daughter's been born, and she's adorable. And so Rui and the main guy, uh, Natsuo, are living together. They've got their daughter with them. And Hina, apparently, despite being in a vegetative state, is just in the spare room. And they just go in there and look after her. But there's... there's it shows how little research has been done because there's no medical equipment. She, her body shape hasn't degraded at all. Apparently, you know, five years in a coma, you won't lose any muscle at all. Yeah, she's no. fine.
0: It's just having a real long nap.
1: Yeah, she's having a real long nap. Mm, yeah, so fine. what what we're expecting? And it's true. the chapter ends with um, Rui handing him a blank marriage form, and you're going, "So wait, is that for?" And there's other factors here which make you think that Rui's going to get together with this chef guy who everyone hates. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just like, what are you, you had 150 chapters of good, for the most part, good storytelling. I mean, as I said, it is a dumpster fire. It is a bit trashy, but it's like the storytelling and the character interactions, the characters grow and it feels like they've just dragged it out and went, yeah, here we go. You're going to have, um, oh look, Hina's going to be the, the winning girl by, you know, he's, he's got, she's going to win via pity. Because it's like, is she is Rui suggesting she marries Hina, or there was um in the before the time skip there was mm-hmm. like a you know how they do those panels with no talking between them, just blank yeah. things. So something's been said but you it's haven't been emotion. told. It's like, is it you know? Uh, we agreed if she hadn't woke up in five years, we'd get married? Or is it her saying, I'm going to go marry the chef boy? Or you go marry the vegetable? (laughs) And end it. So we've got two chapters and all this has to be resolved. And in this time, it's completely undermined all the character development and relationships. They're all acting completely different. Rui at least has maintained her independence and she's Mm. going on with a career and all that and he's doing good with his career. Mm. But it's just like, You've made this beautifully intricate story, and then you just—it seems like th- there was a perfect way to end it. And then it's like, no, I'm going to throw in more melodrama for the sake of it at the yeah, end. It's, fine. it's just like—you only oh. have two
0: episodes to wrap oh. this up. Right it's okay. Yeah, it's
1: yeah, yeah. And th- like, then everyone's like, "When's season two of the anime coming?" And everyone who watched the anime goes, "But it doesn't follow the manga at all." So
0: oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but on to bo- on to better stories.
0: Please give me something better.
1: Well, what would you say if I told you there was an anime coming? Mm-hmm. which had a song by Freddie Mercury as the opening theme. What? Yep. What? Um The Great Pretender is an upcoming anime by Wit Studios. Mm-hmm. Um completely original series to do with um essentially like swindlers and you know con artists. Ooh. And the um, opening theme is the Great Pretender, done by Freddie Mercury. It is an
0: incredible song. It is it's such a good song. And there's a
1: w- there's going to be a video on our Facebook page um, from yesterday, which you can have a look at. Um, there's going to be from yesterday. I can really good this. There is a video on our Facebook page which we put up on Saturday um, with this video yes. promoting the freddie mercury song being used for it it's good job. beautiful i it's word awesome. real good i've got real it yeah good. but this is the first anime ever to feature a song by freddie mercury mm, i mean okay. kind of makes sense yeah you know um but yeah the story is supposedly um you got makoto edamura is supposedly japan's greatest swindler and together with his partner kudo they try to trick a frenchman in asakusa but unexpectedly get tricked instead Turns out the Frenchman whom they try to swindle is Laurent Thierry, a much higher level confidence man in control of the Mafia. Edomura is yet to find out the fate that awaits him after having engaged in the Frenchman's dirty jobs.
0: Wow. Yeah. I'm already in love with this. I know. I'm so excited. So good.
1: <laughs> um, we don't know the total episode count, but um, we know there's at least 10 or oh, no, 14 sorry, episodes Ooh. Um coming out and they're being released weekly. So mm-hmm. groups of four or five episodes every week mm. on Netflix Japan. So considering they're releasing it like that, I'm, I'm guessing they've already finished it all.
0: I hope so. Um,
1: so hopefully it won't be like a massive four month wait or anything yeah. for the episodes. Cause this looks great. Like
0: give us something to type oh. us over in isolation, please. Yeah. Uh.
1: And you know, it's the to- total episode isn't known, maybe 2024. Mm-hmm. Could be one of those random ones, like sixteen or eighteen. Like, um, oh, what is it? Uh, Sing yesterday to me this season. Yeah. This season's um, drama story is eighteen episodes, huh. which is a very that's odd a very number strange number.
0: Fourteen is even also very weird as yeah,
1: well. Yeah, yeah, or tens or eights or. Mm. We're seeing a lot of odd numbers with the age streaming, I guess. So. Yeah,
0: I saw. I was watching a show the other day that's a Netflix that seven episodes long, and I was like, "What? What is the Not point of this?" Not even an even
1: number. Like, yeah, why'd... oh, it's
0: so frustrating. <laughs> no, it's so frustrating. No.
1: Um, and let's have a quick look at the Fortnite's coronavirus-related news. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so certain scientific railgun sixteenth episodes being delayed to July twenty fourth, and with plans for them to extend the season into September to make up for all the show's delays. Zoid's Wild Zero will now be delaying the showing of the 33rd episode onwards. Second half of High Haikyuu to the Top's been pushed back. It was originally meant to start airing in July. Um, and then we've got four animes. Uh, our original figure skating series Skate Leading Stars has been delayed along with original comedy duo series Masa Sutsa. Crime Battle series apparently X-Arm EX-Arm and the reboot of Higurashi When They Cry all four of those were meant to be airing in July as part of the summer season they've all been pushed back we don't know when till so yeah and then Weekly Shonen Sunday magazine is going to combine its four upcoming, well, four of its upcoming issues into two instead. So creating two combined volumes for the 27th and 28th issue and the 31st and 32nd issue. magazine saying it's to combine these issues as a countermeasure against coronavirus burnout, mm-hmm. essentially, um, to kind of reduce the demanding schedules on the writers. Oh, and the epic launch of Sunrise's life-size moving Gundam has been delayed. Oh. Yeah, so that's an 18-metre-tall statue which they've had in development since 2014. It was meant to be unveiled in Yokohama in July, being pushed back till October by the sounds mm. of it, but it's literally just standing there. It's just get built. it
0: to fight the virus. It's yeah. <laughs> oh that's what Gundams are for. Oh my god, that
1: would be amazing. I would watch that. <laughs>
0: Absol- Ooh, that's like combining like sells at work and sells at work as literally about to say that yeah,
1: yeah. like i would watch this, that so much make this, anime, make this happen people all right let's go to the other news from this week and uh, i'd love to say it's all good but uh, let, let, there's there is some good news mm-hmm. there is some good news Well, there have been a couple of announcements of new seasons on the way this fortnight. Um, Supernatural firefighting anime Fire Force has announced its second season will be arriving on our screens in July. And Countryside Slice of Life series Non Non Biori is getting a third season in January 2021. Heading to the streaming services, Funimation is streaming the One Piece Stampede film on its service for the next 60 days, along with adding another slew of anime to its catalogue. Both Your Lie in April and Katsuguki Token Ranbu are available on the service with both English dub and subs available. Over on Netflix, the original 90s card captor Sakura will be available to watch from June 1st. Uh, the series is already available on Crunchyroll as well, but this will obviously bring it to a larger audience. And retro anime streaming service Retro Crush is adding a bunch of original Tesca anime to its catalogue in June, including 1980's Astro Boy, Blackjack, and Ambassador Magma. Heading to the bookshelves and the end of several manga series are in sight. Final chapter of Demon Slayer Kimitsuno Yaiba was released this month, bringing the popular series to an end. The manga's end came with the announcement of a short spin-off series is in the works, focusing on character Kyokyaru Rengoku. Fire Force manga is also coming to an end, with author Okubo Atsuki stating the story is in its final stage, and that he plans for this to be his last manga. Okubo is also known for creating the creator of Soul Eater, though many will be surprised to hear of his plan to retire as he's only turning 40, so quite, quite early in the career. Shoujo Romance series The World is Still Beautiful will have its 25th and final volume ship in August with the manga ending its eight-year run in two chapters time and Konosabar's second spin-off manga focusing on Megumin, Konosabar An Explosion on This Wonderful World will be ending in the June issue of Katakawa's monthly comic Alive magazine having run for just over two years along with Domestic Girlfriend ending and The Promised Netherland also ending in the next couple of weeks and... There's actually a lot ending at the moment, so that's your anime news for the week ending May 31st,
0: 2020. Kawaii Fire Radio, I think I watched that
1: as a kid. Oh, yeah, I remember that back catalogue. Oh. This is going to give you an opportunity to rant and rave about one of your favourite series. I'm
0: so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited. When we were like, what do we talk about this week? I was like, can I please talk about this one? I really, really
1: love it. It's really, really good. Well, please enlighten us. What are we talking about today? We
0: are talking about Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun or Mm -hmm. Gekken Shoujo Nozaki-kun. It recently actually came to Netflix, which I was like, aha! I think I screamed a little bit when I saw it. And I was like, hello! Because I was originally watching this when it was getting released every week. Mm. And so rewatching it, being like, I still love this anime. It's so good. Realizing it came out in 2014, I was like, ah, hmm, that mm. was a while ago. That was, that a while was ago. Six, years ago. six years ago. What have I done with my since? <laughs> Just watched anime. Graduated
1: high school, watched anime. I
0: did actually, yeah. You know, the things year like after that. it came out. Oh, really? There yes. You
1: go. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, th- this is uh, shojo Comedy Romance High School. Yes. Um, manga started in 2011. So yes. there you go. It's still ongoing as well.
0: Yeah, it like. So the anime itself came out in 2014. It, there's one season of it. It's 12 episodes. It's a great 12 episodes, mm. but they just never made any more. And <sighs> why? Come on, well, give ma- us more.
1: Maybe they're waiting for it to end to then finish it off because that's oh, happened that's with true. a few other ones. Um, and I think after what happened, like with the first fruits basket, like yeah. with them just trying to wrap it up, and same with, I mean, Admittedly, the first Full Metal Alchemist did a good job of wrapping up the story before yes. Brotherhood came out, when the manga had ended. But a lot of people are just like, "No, we wish we had that manga story yes. in animated form." Yes.
0: Mm. Um, so Monthly Girls Nozaki Kun um, is based around Chio Sakura. She has a crush. A
1: crush. A
0: crush on her schoolmate Ometaro Nozaki. When she confesses her love to him, he mistakes her for a fan and gives her an autograph. When she says she wants to be with him, he invites her to, to his house and has her help on some drawings. Sakura <laughs> then discovers that Nozaki is actually a renowned shoujo mangaka, working under the pen name Yumeno Sakiko. Ooh. She agrees to be his assist- assistant in order to get closer to him, and as they work on his manga Let's Fall in Love, they encounter other schoolmates who assist them and serve as inspirations for the story.
1: So his manga's called Let's Fall in Love.
0: Let's Fall in Love, yes. So I mean, that's very sweet. It's very sweet.
1: <laughs> what, what demographics are you aiming at? shojo?
0: Yes. So he writes a shoujo manga.
1: Okay. He's- as a guy as a girl oh he's, so, so his he pen, has a pen name, name
0: his pen name is known as it's like a, it's a female name um and he's known as kind of like the woman that tells what all girls are feeling
1: <laughs> and it's a guy and it's a guy who's oblivious
0: he's so oblivious oh. he's very stoic he's kind of just like hey how's it going
1: <laughs> oh no and
0: sakura is head over heels with him the first episode we literally see her giving herself a pep talk in the mirror being like sakura you can do this you can do this Just go and tell him your feelings. And she goes up and there's this huge, like, I'm so nervous. And she gets really, like, scared. And she's like, I want to be with you. And he's like, yeah, you can come and and help me with drawings in my apartment. Does she react very
1: excitedly about it or just very confused? Well,
0: she's like, okay, cool, let's go. And then she's sitting in his apartment and she's like, I'm in a boy's apartment. What 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 am I doing? (laughs) What do I do? Oh my gosh! And it turns out that he actually really admires her art because she's part of the art club. Ah, It's
1: very very cute. Oh, that's really sweet. It's a really
0: nice kind of like slice of life, kind Mm. of romantic. Um, I'm I'm
1: gonna have to add this to my read list. Beautiful. Yeah, the studio that did it was Doga Kobo. Yes. um, Which, if you actually have a look, this is their most popular and highest-rated anime on my anime list by a long shot. It's It's rated at 8.05 with over well, more than half a million fans, mm. so it's it's pretty decent. Um, if you don't know who Doga Kobo are, they, um, they did Gabriel Dropout, Plastic Memories, Himoto Amura Chan, which is the little orange girl rolling around. You'll have seen in yes. many memes. Um, they also did um, How heavy the dumbbells you lift, and this season's <sighs> Sing Yesterday for me as well. Yes. So they've they've got a pretty good back catalogue across a wide range of stuff. So good quality the whole way through, but. This has got eleven volumes out so already, mm-hmm. and the manga was actually nominated for a manga Taisho Award in twenty fifteen. Yeah. So it's it's clearly got you know a, a fair bit of interest from the community, Definitely. other than just going oh yeah, it was a good twelve episodes. Yeah,
0: it was a great twelve episodes, but also now like it's an anime that came out in twenty fourteen, and it's now on Netflix. Like yeah. that doesn't like it does happen, but also doesn't. And it's a really yeah. random one to just suddenly pop up. I was like, "Hello, well, I mean, let's go."
1: Maybe they were thinking people need more, you know, warm and happy stuff considering coronavirus.
0: It is absolutely warm. I and happy.
1: really hope that's what their their decision making. is There are a lot of misadventures
0: moment. of romance in this, and it's yeah. beautiful. It's very good. So
1: it mentions um, in the the um, synopsis that they encounter other schoolmates who mm-hmm. assist them and serve as inspiration <laughs> for their stories. Yes, <laughs> are they awkward?
0: Well, so. When Sakura meets Nozaki, they kind of start to to discuss his manga and kind of who's mm. inspiration for it. Um, and she finds out that there's actually quite a few people that help Nozaki on his um, manga. So he writes it, does mm. all the main characters. Um, Sakura does all the beta paintings, so like all of the real dark harsh lines. Mm-hmm. Um, Sakura then gets to meet um, Makoto Mikoshiba, who is kind of the known flirt. Oh, okay. And Nozaki then keys Sakura in to say that actually... He is the inspiration for the main heroine. Oh. Yes. So, Nozaki's reasoning for this is because um, Mikoshiba is, like, very, like, out there and is like, yeah, I'm such a flirt, like, yada, yada, but is actually incredibly shy and incredibly embarrassed anytime he opens his mouth and says something smooth. And
1: So, he's gender flipping him for the main character. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. There's so
0: many, like, characters throughout all of this that are kind of, like, flipped roles. They do a lot of, like, flipping tropes. So, the main character... Male character for Nozaki's um, manga is actually based off of a girl. She is known as the prince of the school. Oh. Uh. Everyone loves her. All mm. of the girls love her. So when we first see her, we're like, oh, there's this really beautiful, like, soft boy. She's got this, like, very, like, short boy-styled blue hair the mm-hmm. very soft face. And obviously, it's all the roses and sparkles in the background. She's actually a girl.
1: Oh. Uh. So, are uh, any of the characters based off Sakura? No. No?
0: No. Not that I remember, anyway.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, there are a lot of instances where you're like, maybe Nozaki has feelings for Sakura. Maybe he doesn't. Oh, what's going on? <laughs> There's a lot of misadventures of, like, Nozaki um, and Mikoshiba playing, a, like, an anime dating sim.
1: Ah, Okay. So, because he's he's clearly useless at the dating game, despite he thinks being... he's
0: great at it. He's like, I oh. know how girls work. It's fine. Mm. I know how they work.
1: But he didn't he obviously no pick up on a straight up confession.
0: No, and the multiple times that Sakura is like, so my type of guy is this tall guy with black hair, and like he's kind of in my class, and we spend a lot of time together, and yada yada yada, and he's also a manga artist who never picks up on it ever.
1: Oh, Th- this is it's like... so good. <laughs> This is going to be frustrating, isn't it?
0: <laughs> it kind of is almost frustrating, but it's also really like, like heartfelt and warm. Yeah, it's really light. So, sort of a bit really like um,
1: Love is War, where it's yes. like, you know, neither of them, like in that case, it's neither of them will admit. And this one, it's like, one of them's very <laughs> obviously admitting and the other's just not picking up it's on like, it. It's
0: like, all right, cool, that's fine. And there's just so many other misadventures <laughs> of like other people that come in and like kind of help out. There's like the drama club um, president does all the backgrounds, but he doesn't want people to know because uh. Nozaki writes all the scripts scripts for him and ah. it just it's a lot of kind of like how do you know this person uh well mm, you know we just we're just we're just friends we, we just ju- know we ju- each other we just know i've just
1: you i've seen you around yeah
0: around. um but it's just a really really beautiful anime so
1: how does the anime sort of end without obviously spoilers does it end it on a sort of open note or does it end it almost like it's the end of the that story
0: um it kind of like ends it on an open note a little bit it's not the end of the story mm. um which is really really nice and they definitely like have open to be like there could be a season two mm. maybe in like maybe six years it's fine um <laughs> well, well
1: to be honest like um we we saw with um uh, there's been a few shows which should have had like a second season mm. and then we haven't heard anything there's for almost a of decade yeah. and then they pop up and go here's season two and you're like well wait what <laughs>
0: what i need to rewatch the whole first season because yeah. i don't remember what yeah, happened it
1: happened with um Oh, um, it came out at the same same time as Sword Art Online. It was a similar uh, mm. premise one, um, but it was like another um, deep dive anime. And mm. There hasn't been another season since that came out. That was 10 years ago. And they were like, really? oh, yeah, there's another one coming. Uh, this season, season three is coming next season. You're like, huh? what? What? Um, Where is this? And they, yeah. they did the same sort of thing with Full Metal Panic as well. Mm-hmm. There was no epi- no second season, uh, third, fourth fourth season (laughs) like because season two is kind of a pseudo season but not it's so good um but um there's like there was no fourth season for like i think almost 12 years Everyone was like, okay, we've had the second raid and now we haven't had anything for 12 please years.
0: Please give us something else, please. Yeah, Absolutely,
1: yeah. So it's always possible, mm. but um, we, I think it might be a case of that we have to see when the manga ends to make them see go, okay, happens. well, yeah. this is how we could wrap it up in a, a feasible yeah. way. Um, same sort of thing happened with mm. Um, the one about the candy store and all that. They That's thought right, yeah. that was going to end. Um, in the second season, um, and it does cover. A, it cuts out a lot of the stuff from the manga to get towards the end game. Yeah, um, but the manga end. hadn't ended at that point, <laughs> oh, so no. they still couldn't. Couldn't it. finish
0: it quite yet. So yeah. it's like,
1: are we getting a third season? Have you got enough content for a full third season? Mm. No. <laughs> so, yeah. The it's...
0: misadventures definitely can carry on to mm. the second season.
1: Um, I mean, they, they, oh, always. It? Like, <laughs> there's they, no
0: real realisation from either party mm. at the end of the season that... <laughs>
1: No, yeah,
0: <laughs> but it, it ends beautifully, and it's like it just kind of fills you with a lot of joy. It's well, very good. It's well, really as you good mentioned,
1: good. it is on yeah, Netflix, I mean. but it's also on Crunchyroll yes. if you do have that subscription. Yes. Um, it's uh, created by Tsubaki Izumi. Mm-hmm. Um, as we said. Nominated for the Ta- Manga Taisha Award in 2015, so definitely got that heritage and quality to it. Um, you should check it out because it just sounds like a great title. I'm going to check it out. It's really cute. Oh, and it, like time. it time.
0: You do. You have all the time in the world, basically. Apparently. <laughs> it gives you a really nice insight into like how mangas are made as well and mm. to see like how many different people are a part of creating this storyline, which is the, really There's beautiful.
1: always a lot of mangas about creating manga, but yes. it's very rare where they actually do it in a way which doesn't feel forced or yeah. idealised. Yeah, And from everything I've seen, having a look into it, this seems a bit more along the, you know, this is actually how it's like. It's It's kind
0: of a hobby and people come together and join it and they enjoy it. And it's kind of just like using everyone's skills to create this beautiful piece of Mm. art. And it's just, it's a gorgeous anime. It's got really, really beautiful animation. It's so much that like over the top shoujo style and it's just... So good, I love it.
1: <laughs> well, on the note of things that we love and beautiful things, we need to head to a very special place. Kawaii Fi Radio! It's a bathhouse for the spirits. Totoro came back, Dad! I saw him! It. It's Laputa, a floating island. Miyazaki! I think that's the first time I've used that sting with you in the studio. Mm, absolutely.
0: The joy in <laughs> the my the face joy. just
1: then. I was like, oh, <gasps> yes. oh my gosh. It is time to talk about something from 2004. Oh my God. Which when I was like, oh, that's when I graduated school, you went, oh, you're old. <laughs> mm,
0: I was very young. I had j- pretty much just started school mm. when it
1: came out. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm an old man. I'm going to be grandpa anime reviewer at some point at this right? Um We're talking House Moving Castle, <laughs> which uh, I think is probably your favorite anime of all time.
0: It absolutely is. Uh, f- for those that have never seen my face, I have an actual uh, House Moving Castle tattoo. So well. mm. that's my like. I saw the movie once, and then I went and got that tattoo, which my uh. friends love to make fun of me for. But it just is.
1: But the fact that you're it's still beautiful. watching the film today Absolutely. says how much it it's had so an
0: impact. So uh, I love it.
1: <laughs> so if you haven't heard of Howl's Moving Castle, uh, please put on your put on your uh, listening ears. Please, ears, I guess. Eardrums? Just you, you need to watch it. Yes. You just need to watch it. Like If you've seen any Ghibli film, then you'll immediately feel right at home watching mm-hmm. this. So this is, of course, done by Miyazaki Hayao. He was the director and screenplay, but it's based on a British author's book, mm. which I thought was amazing because you know we, we're used to thinking of um, most of Ghibli's productions being based on Eastern literature, not yeah. Western. Um, so this was based on Howl's Moving Castle, a fantasy novel by British author Diana Wynne-Jones. Mm-hmm. It was released in 1986.
0: Huh. So it's it's,
1: it's quite an older book. Um, and There's the people involved in it. I mean, music, Hisashi Joe, again. Like, if you've heard Spirited Away or Totoro's music, you know Hisashi Joe. And the producer was Suzuki Toshio. Um, He's Studio Ghibli's general manager Mm. now. He was their president from 2004 to 2008. Mm -hmm. And he was a producer until 2014 when he sort of like retired. Sort of like, you know, how like Bill Gates retired from Microsoft, but he's still on the board. didn't really. Yeah, Yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, But yeah, um, with all of the. Ghibli stuff heading to Netflix and HBO Max Mm -hmm. now, which is finally uh, launching this month, I believe, in America. Mm. Um, A lot more people are going to be able to watch this. It's so good. I'm so excited. Dee, I'll I'll leave this in your court. Enlighten us. What is Howl's Moving Castle about?
0: God, what isn't it about? (laughs) Honestly. Um, Well, Howl's Moving Castle actually revolves around um, Sophie Hatter, Mm. um, who's kind of this like generic girl that works in a hat shop i wouldn't call her generic but she mm. kind of alludes to the fact that she just thinks she's you know generic mm. uh, it's based in like a s- swedish european kind of town yeah, but also like kind of magic like
1: sort of 20th century magic yeah, yeah it's like
0: hey there's like kind of planes and stuff but also there are witches and wizards that we're well aware of um, because Hal, they have shops. They have shops. Yep, absolutely. Um, Hal is this notorious um like woman heart eater, um which Sophie responds to. Uh, Hal only does that to beautiful girls, and I cry every time. Oh, so I relate to so Sophie sad. so much as like <laughs> growing up. It's kind of like, almost like a coming of age, not really, because mm. she gets really old and gets really young. Um, <laughs> but it's kind of like a coming of age, like. Learning to love yourself film whilst also learning to live and work with your, like, insecurities.
1: Well, I mean, it's kind of sad. So Sophie's, you know, she's the daughter of a hat maker, doesn't mm-hmm. expect much from her future and is content working hard in the shop. But she then gets, well, as you said, she she becomes oh, She uh, encounters the witch of the wastes. And yes. in a fit of jealousy caused by a past discord with Hal, who she's looking for, mm-hmm. the witch goes, oh you're an old woman.
0: You're an old woman now. There you go. And Good. she's like, "Okay.
1: That's cool. That's cool." She's like, "This cool. is fine." <laughs> so, yeah, she's then tries to track down Hal and figure out a way to
0: undo it. Undo it. Undo yeah. this curse she can't even talk about.
1: Yeah, also like j- just a quick side note, the English dub, I mean, this is the case for almost every Ghibli oh. production, but the English dub is just an incredible all star cast. Absolutely. Wow. Oh,
0: I listened to it, I watched this film with the English dub for the first time cuz um the guy that plays How um
1: Yeah, it's he's played by Christian Bale. Christian
0: Bale. Oh, he has a beautiful voice. <laughs> I well, was he's like, not beautiful going, man, a beautiful voice. Let's go. I'm Hal. <laughs> he basically does the same thing, though. No,
1: it's so bad. <laughs> it's,
0: ah, it's beautiful. He just he fits how so well. He
1: does. He really does. But I mean, the, the when Sophie. Uh, turns into the old old form mm-hmm. Sophie that actually changed the voice actor. Yes. Um, and it's Jean Simmons. She died in 2010, unfortunately. She was in Hamlet, 1948. Guys and Dolls, 1955. Yes. Spartacus in 1960 is the main female actress in that. And The Witch of the Waste, similar thing. Lauren Bacall died in 2014. Mm-hmm. She was in To Have and Have Not, How to Marry a Millionaire, The Big Sleep, wow. was in lots of like Jeffrey Bogart, yeah. uh, Humphrey Hobart. Um, yeah, words what are they Humphrey Bogart films go. alongside him is like the leading lady yeah. and like these are two massive voice act uh, like actors and they've been in in their literally twilight years and yeah. still pulling out these incredible performances oh, it's
0: so good Sophie's just incredible mm. and like even as an old lady Sophie I relate to her still she's yeah. just like come on let's go stop being dramatic and I'm like
1: and like, I was really surprised to see that Billy Crystal, of all people, yes. is playing Calcifer, the little flame guy.
0: May all your bacon burn! <laughs> I, I love Calcifer. He's so, so sassy. Yes,
1: But there's a lot about Howl's Moving Castle that's kind of unique mm. from some of the other Ghibli films. Now, um, if, if, for anyone who's seen any of the documentaries on uh, Miyazaki, you'll know that he's a bit of a pacifist. Mm-hmm. And this definitely has that sort of strong anti-war thing. Yes, definitely. Um, and this was actually, it influenced him to make it because of his distaste for the 2003 Iraq War. Yes,
0: yes. Which was is very, like, based huge. off
1: of war. Yeah. It... yeah. But then he received the Oscar for Spirited Away and wasn't too sure if he wanted to accept it because America was at war. Mm. So he was like, mm, mm. I have a great deal of rage about the war but he- I, and hesitation about the award considering how he identifies, yeah, and it's just like, man, he's that such must a beautiful man, he's such a wonderful man,, so good. I love him so much, and there's a massive new uh, documentary on him available for free at the moment mm. as well, which we 've linked on the Facebook page a couple of weeks back, mm. so definitely worth checking out um, but look how 's moving Castle just kind of hits a beautiful sweet spot in mm. this story about you know someone who's young learning what it is to be old, mm-hmm. and, you know to to know why compassion's important, to yes. understand why caring and uh, respecting your... Your elders, not in the, the you know that classical like oh you must respect your elders you way, have but to
0: respect them like mutual but, respect. Yeah, mutual yeah. respect.
1: Respecting what they've lived through, respecting mm. what they can bring, mm. um, as opposed to you know we see a lot of stories um, that kind of belittle the elderly, um, especially in anime. We see a lot yes. of people joking about like you know the pervy old man, yeah, so as opposed many. to talking about you know the experiences he's had mm. or just you know the sweet old grandma. But the only defining trait she has is that she cooks really well. She's nice and she's nice, and yeah. that's it. Whereas, you know, people have a lot more depth and this yeah. loves to explore that. I mean, mm. even the um, the the Witch of Waste, like she's
0: great. She's like- great.
1: Despite I love being that. a villainess. Yeah, I love like, that
0: none of the women... She's kind of a villainess, but not
1: really. At the end well, of it, she's not. Well, no one's really the villain. Yeah. That, that's the really... like. This is one of the it's things It's always I like a point of view thing, exactly. is that like yeah. from
0: one point of view, yeah, she's evil. She's mm-hmm. like horrible. She's put this curse on Sophie, and she's hunting Hal down, and he has to constantly move because of it. Mm. But also like, she's doing that because Hal was kind of rude. Yeah. Kind of an ass, And like, come on. Like, it's always point of view. And the characters grow and develop. So much, like,
1: yeah. we. I mean, admittedly, we see this a lot more in more modern literature Mm -hmm. and modern series where characters develop over the course of a series. But back in the early 2000s, characters wouldn't change too much. They'd be fairly static throughout an entire film. It's like they still have the same drives and beliefs and focuses. Um, And if it was a change, it would be a moment of a big revelation Mm. as opposed to a gradual change, which is what this was.
0: And, Um, like, all of the characters change throughout mm -hmm. it. How changes throughout it. Sophie, obviously... Has, like, the biggest change. Oh, yeah. My becomes favorite, an old lady and
1: then young again. She, and
0: then young again, she cuts her hair. And, like, my favourite yeah. part about Sophie and what I related to her the most about is right at the end, how, like, comments on Sophie's hair and she's like, I know I love it. And she's finally come to, like, love herself and accept yeah. herself. And she's realised that as, like, bland or, like, normal as she is. She's still powerful and she's still really magical regardless mm. of not having any magic or she just works in a hat shop like she still has skills, she still has power yeah. and she's still incredibly strong and that's it's why I love it It's quite empowering Sophie. isn't it? It is, it really is.
1: Which is one of the things I've always loved about Miyazaki's films like all the female characters aren't there as throwaway people. No. They're, they're, I mean we're used to seeing guys in anime being like the strong you know mm. lead but when it's a girl sometimes it might be a little bit half-hearted. She might be strong or, but she's not. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Miyazaki's Portrayal of women always seems to be so heartfelt mm. and true to life as opposed Absolutely, to idealized.
0: Yeah. yeah. And like, Hal's mm. also quite a feminine like, yeah. character as well, which is really interesting. He kind of took the generals and swapped them because, like, He's mm. very flamboyant. He really cares about mm. his appearance and his hair. He has a whole meltdown about his hair at one point.
1: Yeah, which literally actually, turning to slime because
0: of it. Look, the the same. whole We've him, all been there.
1: him. <laughs> I have turned into a pile of goo. Yes. This one time, I was reincarnated as a slime. No. Ah. Um uh, but. It, It's funny you mention that because the fact that he turns into that bird Mm. thing, and male birds are the more flamboyant Mm. of the species, kind of plays into his character. Oh,
0: it does, yeah. Because
1: you know, suddenly it's like it's not just that he's you know flamboyant. It's like well, he turns into a bird, and male birds are the more the 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 displayers of the species, and that you know is what he's doing Mm. in a way. Um, But throughout all of it, like the the film likes to and as I've said, we we mentioned that, you know, it likes to kind of play with who is actually the villain. Mm. Um, the only sort of shortfall is that there's, you know, this omnipotent being who then isn't omnipotent enough to realise that starting a war isn't a good it's thing. It's really bad. Yeah. yeah. There's like a
0: whole kind you, of war. You, you, you can
1: arc. see everyone like, you know, struggling and, you know, not doing well and mm. you're just like, this is fine. This is fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> I like the war
0: arc because it's kind of it's there and it's like it's prominent, but mm. it's also never like wrapped up it's just always in the background it's always kind of involved in decisions Mm. but it's just there and it's not explained it's not like magically fixed it's there
1: it's also interesting that it's you know a film that plays with the idea of war but it uses the war as the setting as opposed to the narrative yes because you know we see like um grave of the fireflies the war is definitely the narrative and then after Mm. that the war calms down the narratives of the fallout of the war it connects to the war Um, Whereas in this case, it's just something that's happening at the same time, Mm. Um, which gives you so much more room to play with the characters instead of having to address the war is happening all the time.
0: And we have to fix it. It's like, this is how it can affect people. But also this is how people live their lives whilst living in a war. Mm. It's kind of, it's there and they're aware of it, but... It doesn't dictate their everyday lives. Yeah,
1: it's not like, you know, Fury or um, (laughs) uh, uh, Dunkirk or any of the war films we have. Like, yeah, They're they're always focused on the events of Mm. the war and even when you do have something like um, a story which is focusing on a family during, you know, say in occupied Germany or Mm. occupied Poland or anything like that, it is still focusing on how the war was fixed. Yeah. Whereas Miyazaki in particular, I mean, even Grave of the Fireflies, while it does mention the war, it still is the human focus as opposed to the... uh, the wider focus, if you will. Mm. But um look this is a, a film that if you haven't seen, you need to. It's absolutely, it's one of yes. those sort of foundation struts of the why Ghibli has become such a well known studio it's and so it is Gosh. just it's the, well, um, like, we're almost twenty well, sixteen years after it came out and it's still as good as the day it aired.
0: Absolutely, yeah. It mm. has aged so beautifully it like the theme music, the um merry go round of life is it's literally my alarm sound. Oh. Like, yeah, it, that's how obsessed with this film I am. It's literally my alarm sound. I love it that much.
1: You see, I'm just thinking, because remember a, a few weeks back we did the um, uh, special on Ghost in the Shell and mm-hmm. you were like, oh, I just couldn't watch it because it was so bad. And that was only six years before this. And yeah, this but this has held up so much better. It really has. I mean, it's it's not to say that Ghost in the Shell was poorly animated at the no. time. It's just that this has held different. up. It's yeah. a different style of animation that lasts longer.
0: Yeah. I also have a massive soft spot for like Pretty Boys. Yeah, so, yeah, you on. do. I really you do. Really
1: do. <laughs> the the amount of pictures of how you post on your Instagram so is just I love amazing. Him.
0: He's on my smart rider as well. Oh, yeah, going okay. through all of the like the House Moving uh-huh. Castle like stuff I have. Like I have clothing. He's on my smart rider. Mm-hmm. I have a tattoo. It's a theme song. I'm learning on guitar, and it's my alarm sound. I'm a but little need to, lucky need to get a sticker
1: yes. for your car. You haven't got one, have you? I don't not yet. Now we kn- now ah. we know. Now mm. we know. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to something uh, a little more romantic, yes. a little bit more uh, more soft boys. More soft boys. Kawaii cool radio. I think I watched that as a kid. Oh yeah, I remember
0: that. Back catalog.
1: Banana fish. Doo-doo, doo-doo-doo. Doo-doo-doo. <laughs> oh. So. Banana Fish time. Banana God,
0: Fish this time.
1: This like the, yes. the manga is old school. The anime is old. much more recent. Um, so Banana Fish was a manga which ran from 1985 to 1994. 19 mm-hmm. volumes in total, so a lot. That's, that's so many. That's a lot to cover. That's not as many as Domestic Girlfriend, though. Uh, no, but <laughs> Domestic Girlfriend's just stretching that out for the money. <laughs> we
0: don't even care about it anymore. <laughs> Banana Fish. Um,
1: Boys. So, action, adventure, drama. It says shojo. It's also it shown an eye is. boy love, boy love.
0: I did go through my uh, boy love phase as I yeah. was as a teenager. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. absolutely just about everyone did, and like boy love's just great. Yeah, yeah. It's It's it's
1: it's an interesting series. It took me a while to kind of come over to that being the you know apparently the yeah. grumpy old man. The I grumpy am. old man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, banana fish is fantastic, um, and uh, obviously. Parental warning. This one is rated R eighteen due to the violence and profanity involved. Um, but it's awesome. It's so so um, this was animated by Mapper in twenty eighteen, mm. and it was released on Amazon Prime. I'm just uh, shrinking on my seat.
0: <laughs> I was like, hang on a minute. You just got so much shorter. I just shorter. got so much shorter.
1: I accidentally Bye. caught the, the thing. Bye. Um, it's kind of interesting. There's this was the idea derived from the J.D. Salinger short novel A Perfect Day for Banana Fish. Banana Fish, too. Do, English, do, do, do. Um, it's got similar themes minus really the does. boy love. It's it's got yeah. to do with the <laughs> yes. um, the PTSD, yes. the uh, the connection with the with war and mm-hmm. people coming back from it. Um, if you don't know who J D Salinger is, um, you absolutely do. Yeah, it's Catcher in the Rye. Yeah, so Catcher in um, the Rye
0: was an interesting time too. So like yeah. knowing that and like seeing Banana Fish, you're like, oh yeah, it's absolutely kind of just the same story, but
1: a boy love. Yeah, add a bit of boy love and put it in Japan. Yes. Um, so, synopsis story time. Uh, Ash Lynx, what a name, um, was a runaway picked off the streets of the New York City and raised by the infamous godfather of the Mafia. That's right, it's in New York, it's not in Japan. Yeah, People I was come like, from Japan to New York. Yes,
0: one of the main characters is from Japan.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so, he was raised by the infamous Mafia godfather, Dino Galzini, now name. 17 years old and the boss of his own gang, Ash gets his hands on a mysterious drug called Banana Fish. Hey, hey. What a name. The same two words his older brother Griffin has muttered since his return from the Iraq War. So obviously a bit of modernising. However, his investigation is hindered when Dino sends his men to retrieve the drug from Rash Ash at a underground bar he uses at his hideout. Hmm. At the bar, Skip, Ash's friend, introduces him to Shuichi Ibe and his assistant, Edgy Okamura, who are Baby. Japanese photographers reporting on American street gangs? <laughs> However, their conversation is interrupted when Shorter Wong, one of Ash's allies, calls him to warn about Dino. Soon, Dino's men storm the bar and in the ensuing chaos kidnap Skip and Edgy. Now Ash must find a way to rescue them and continue his investigation into Banana Fish. But will his history with the Mafia prevent him from succeeding? <sighs> Drama spoiler, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, is the mafia. It wouldn't
0: be a story otherwise.
1: It wouldn't be twenty-four episodes long otherwise. No, that's also very
0: true. Hey, you can stretch boy Love out for ages. Oh, They've A lot of feelings to go through. They do. That they got do. so many. They do. Also, it's just another pretty blonde boy.
1: Also, can I just like have a, for for a moment just say how cool Shorter Wong is? Oh, so He's good. such a cool dude. <laughs> so, so good. Look, this this deals with a lot of. Intense themes.
0: With the name, like Banana Fish, going into I was like, oh, cute boy love, let's go. They got cute main man. characters. There's a blonde boy. There's a little Japanese boy. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go. And then I was like, what have I stumbled upon? What is yeah, this? Yeah.
1: So there, there are um, themes related to, um, well,. Uh, let, let, let's just call it what it is. It is to do with um, taking advantage of young men yes. by older men yes. who are in positions of power. Yes. Um, there is a whole thing to do with um, drug abuse, mm-hmm. drug use. There is violence. There is swearing. It there the R is rating for gang a reason. <laughs> culture. Yeah. Um, but all of this, this story, like the the relationship, this is similar sort of to like Given where the relationship mm. isn't the focus. It's part of the story. But it's not the main focus. It's yeah. just a connecting factor between these people. It explains why they care for each other. Yeah. Um, the overarching story is just so well written and thought out. And it's beautiful. Oh, it's great. It's one that you just have to see. Mm. And it's kind of funny as well because um, if you recall, we I mentioned that we saw banana fish in um, like mentioned yes. in um, oh. Ghost in the Shell. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, it must be promoting Banana Fish the anime. No, it was it was promoting the J.D. Salinger ah, <laughs> book. I was like, oh, well. Ah, well, whoops. this is awkward. That, that's Ooh. awkward. I was so wrong. Because yeah. <laughs> it's not even the same studio or the same book group or mm-hmm. anything like that. Mm. Um, but th- this story uh really pans out quite interestingly over the twenty four episodes. Mm. Like you get to the twelve episode point and you think that's where it's gonna end, but there's still so much going so on. So much to go on. And then it just keeps going and going and you get to the big final you're like, whoa, I was not expecting to end it's here.
0: It's a gift that keeps on giving, honestly. It really
1: is. It really is. Um this was a one that was exclusively released on Amazon Prime. Mm, um that's right. so it was when um Amazon Prime was doing their anime what was it like anime, not anime lab, it was anime something, yeah. uh, anime strike yes. which was doomed to fail because it's like pay for Amazon Prime and then play again yes. to access the anime service. But can't I just buy the anime service and not Prime? No! So none allowed. That collapsed very, collapse very yes. quickly. It's like, you're going to price gouge people are just going to torrent. Yeah, Let's be honest. That's, like People yeah. are not going to pay you for it if you're t- charging double entry fee.
0: Life do be like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when we're talking about Mafia, gangs, animes. Come on.
1: Especially when we're talking about boy love anime too. (laughs) Don't mess with those fans. They're they're intense. They're intense. Um, This this is a series that I can highly recommend getting into. Just just know you're going to be in for it for the long haul. It is...
0: A lot of emotions. It is
1: a lot of emotions, oh, and so many. Uh, it goes to some pretty dark places mm-hmm. because it has to. It's talking. Yeah. We're talking about mafia. We're talking about drug culture. Mm. Um, you will lose characters throughout it. People mm. will die. People will, you know, end up in difficult situations. Yeah, and as things are resolved and moved on, those scars and the trauma that they've gone through is evident it in the still characters. Affects people, yeah. And it's it's beautiful that they show that as opposed to sweeping it under the rug. I mean, a lot of shounen shows we see is like, you know, oh, this person, um, like, I, I love Naruto, but, you know, when Jiraiya dies, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's so emotional. Oh. And then you get a few... You know, like that, they show you the fallout from it, but yeah. in another, and that's the same sort of thing in this the fallout continues, but then you have other ones where they're just like, Oh, no nah, it's fine. It's After fine. two episodes, it's fine. I've forgotten about it's that been person altogether. A bit sad about
0: it, but like, it's fine. There's yeah, I'm no fine. It's no biggie. biggie. No
1: biggie. James just died, but it doesn't matter. Like, mm. I, I'm not bothered.
0: Bye. Yeah.
1: So um, th- this really does deal with the, the Like the mental and the psychological effects that this yeah. has. I mean, okay, one and the same thing. But you know, me- mental on the side yeah. of like depression, anxiety, mm. frustrations, and the psychological. Like, I can't trust these people anymore. I can't trust myself. Yeah, Did I make the, the right choice? Broken. And um, like,
0: love doesn't. Immediately fix all of those things, either. No,
1: it does not. Um, But it also kind of really enjoys illustrating how impulsive young boys can be. Because, yes, so much. like, yeah, I'm riding on the roof of a truck. Why? Why? Why not? Why? It's
0: fun. It's All fun. Right. This is the
1: easiest way to get to the place where the fight's happening.
0: Live your best life. Please be safe. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh... Yeah. And he, he's just like, YOLO, peace signs. <laughs> See calls out a gun. <laughs> like Peace. I don't think you get what that, uh, that means. No, that's not how it works. No. Um, but uh, as the show moves through, you start learning a lot more about banana fish and what mm. it is and the connection it has, how it's been made, and what it has. Has to do with the war, yeah, um, which as we mentioned has been modernized because obviously during the 1980s to 1994, that probably would have been well, actually, like that, that would have been post Vietnam War, and then, yes. um, during the war that they were having with I think it was Saudi Arabia, like the, the very short know. time one, mm. uh, Jordan and that sort of time, mm. just um, a lot
0: of wars at once, yeah,
1: a lot Please of wars stop. at once. Please stop, no more,
0: no more, no thanks.
1: I wonder, a complete segue, but I wonder how the whole coronavirus thing has impacted um, conflicts around the world. Hopefully
0: it helps stop them. (laughs) Hopefully. hopefully. Honestly.
1: I mean, obviously we are seeing things um, pick up in... um, Uh, Hong Kong at the moment Mm, um, absolutely. what's happening there but just imagine like because they were having so much conflict with um, ISIS in the Middle East still even though like they were in the process of shutting it down and only a few months ago we're still hearing about you know stuff going on in Syria Yeah, and nothing
0: humans just don't know how to chill for five minutes we don't guys stay in your house
1: just stay in your house and chill and chill watch Watch some anime anime. out of my head (laughs) um well, this this has also got. A, if you finish the series and you want more, mm-hmm. there's actually a whole load of side stories, yes. um, which are were released in one so Tankabon volume. So you've got Ura Banana, which is a comedic <laughs> yes. fourth wall breaking story where Ash and AG discuss fan mail they receive during the show, uh, well, during the manga being written. Um, and it's when they're also talking with the creator, Akima Yoshida. So just imagine you've created these characters and then you then decide to create a fourth wall yeah. breaking with the three of you, yourself and the two characters chatting love, about the fan mail. I love
0: fourth wall breaking. Yeah. It's so good. Well animes when they do it, you're like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Give oh, it to
1: me. Like um Oh, uh, the recent one. Uh, Do You Still Love Me? Asuki? Oh my gosh, yes. He just looks at the screen. You're Hello. like, I get you. This is an office moment right here. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, there's also within the same tanker band Angel Eyes, which is a prequel story telling you how Ash and Shorter met, mm-hmm. Private Opinion, which is about how Blanca and Ash met, and Garden of Light, a post story set seven years after the banana end of Banana Fish. So. Very. There's enough to keep you going. Yeah. There's there's a lot. Like if if you watch the series and go, I want to read the manga, or if you watch the series and go, I just want to know a bit more. Yeah. There are options for you, mm. because I mean, like. I have no I have no qualms for sitting down and reading 19 volumes of. No, 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 I'll do it. I'll do it. But uh, sometimes you just want that little bit more. Yeah, and that's available. It is. We available. have it. It's it's right it's, it's, a, it's for available for home yeah. delivery. On I think actually probably on Amazon and eBay. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, they have everything. They these days.
0: do honestly have everything. Mm. I really liked. Um, banana fish because like the animation style is also really interesting yeah. it's like so the manga was made in like the 80s mm. and they still kind of held on to that like their faces are really interesting mm. it's obviously like modern day animation with kind of styles a little bit from the 80s yeah film, sort of a bit which like, which like what really they did
1: with Dororo where they kept yes. some of Tesca's old school style and yeah. then just modernized it um also the music for it the opening theme was rocking just Man. so good
0: Anytime an anime has like a good opening, I'm like, yeah, I'm in for the long haul now. I'm Let's go. Let's do, Let's do it. And that's one of those ones you, you're, not, you're legally not allowed to skip. Yeah. It's just so yeah.
1: good. Like, you know, people who skip the Genesis opening. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're
0: not friends anymore. We, we, I'm unsubscribing we from done. your
1: friendship. <laughs> I've unsubscribed from your channel. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> um, but we will leave that there. You can catch uh, Banana Fish on uh, Amazon Prime still. Mm-hmm. It does appear on a few other streaming services, depending on region, because yep. Prime's not available everywhere. No, um, no but obviously, keep in mind, it is R18. It does have that violent factor to it. Mm-hmm. So not for the kids, Um, definitely for the parents. Yes, or very, very just, good. just, you know, cat daddies and dog mums and so on. Yeah. Um, We better finish up. Kauai Fire Radio. Oh, that's a pump and beat. I just love it. Yeah. Well, that is where we need to leave things for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, next episode, it's sports time.
0: Yeah. How's <laughs> your local sports team going? Oh, well... Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Oh. I don't watch sports. I don't care. <laughs> we were gearing up for what was supposed to be uh, the lead up to the Olympics, but obviously that's not happening Yeah, anymore.
1: that's... That, well, I let's think,
0: enjoy some sports.
1: Yeah. Ne- next year, Olympics, apparently. We'll maybe, see if that maybe. happens. But, um, you know, we're going to have a look at sports animes um, that have come out over the years. We'll do some new ones, some old ones. I'm so excited. There's, there's one that Dee really wants I'm really, to talk really about. Excited.
0: <laughs> Um, If you've gotten this far into the episode, hit that subscribe button. We'd love to have you on board for our upcoming episodes each fortnight.
1: And you should also come join us on our social medias over on Instagram and Facebook pages. We've got breaking anime news and videos and little bits and pieces you can have a look at. You've been listening to Kauai Fire Radio. Thank you for joining us. And until next time, watch watch some anime. anime.